Hey y'all, welcome to the Late Night Vision Show. This is your one-stop shop for everything related to night vision and thermal optics. The newest breaking news coming out in the market, but want to bring in uh, the owner of Outdoor Legacy, Mr. Jason Robertson. What's going on, sir? Not much, and I've got to say, folks, that was very impressive that he got all those words out because that was his fifth attempt, and the first four times, all he was trying to say is, hey, y'all, welcome to the Late Night Vision Show, and that, he he fumbled it. We This is a, this is a one-take show, so if there's any... Uh, hiccups or problems. It has to be in the first three seconds because otherwise it's rolling. And uh, man, he was fumbling. So I'm, I'm, well, man. then he, then he, the tongue if, twister there, one stop shop, man. One stop shop. That, you know, that if you would see, well, you can see because you have the script, but if the people, uh, at home could see the script that I'm working off of, they could understand why I'm going to fumble what I'm saying is because I, I'm trying to fill in the gaps I, I'm going to tell you a something. little bit for tonight. If they could see this scratch paper that I'm working with right here, and you call it a script, I've got, yeah. I, I have got some scribbled handwriting that I can't read, and basically, uh, I, if, if people think this is scripted, they are confused. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a piece of, uh, well, I've got it on my computer screen, but it says episode 96 script. Wow. So it's the official script. Well, now, let me, it's, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I want to make another Well, comment. I was going to say we're coming up on episode 100. Oh, no. I mean, we got four more to go. Oh, no. We should be polished per- professionals by now. And, we, uh, folks, let uh, me tell you what this is really about. All right. So, about somewhere around the time, maybe a little bit before we went to Vegas. Uh, in January for the SHOT Show, I popped off to Hans, and I said that he was the executive producer of the Late Night Vision Show. That's now right. I take it very seriously. And he very took seriously. it extremely <laughs> seriously. I mean, it would kind of be like if you went and you visited the White House and President Trump was like, hey, you want to be president for the day? And you took him seriously and like went and sat down in his chair and put the feet up on the desk. Hans took it extremely seriously. And it was really just kind of more of a figure of speech. Well, I was fine with that. But in my lack of vocabulary and, you know, comprehension, I thought that executive producer was was a step below the guy who was actually in charge. So I thought that still <laughs> left me some room. And so I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine. He can be executive producer, but I've got the ultimate say somewhere, you know. I've got a I got to come with the title. And so I started looking it up. I'm like, executive producer kind of has all the say. So he's ran with that, man. I mean, he's yeah. he's taking the reins and uh no, it, he uh, Hans is the guy who uh, does have the ultimate say in kind of what we're doing because he he's the guy who edits the video. So edits the he, video. He, so I I have final that's right. final say he, on everything. He puts puts our we both record our video and audio separately, and because uh, we're you know two hours apart. So I send him the stuff. He puts it all together, and then he sends me. <sighs> Uh, screenshots of me making stupid faces and threatens to uh, put it out on social media and blacks blackmails me if I don't like send him more scopes and stuff. Oh, so you know, I've got a whole I've got a whole folder. I bet of he mine. does. It's great. He, I love it. It is it's it's the only joy that I get from editing these videos is is freezing <laughs> Jason's face in some goose goofy pose. He but, does, and I and then I forward it to all of our wives and exactly, and, and makes fun of. Them. But it's that's the only joy wow. I get. But hey, so. 
Um, last week, we had the review of the AGM ASP TM35-384. I posted a video on Instagram under the Hans ETX account as well as the Late Night Vision Show account of uh, the, the thermal monocular and me walking, <laughs> which surprisingly took a couple takes to get because I kept walking off camera, <laughs> but, but of me walking out to 50 yards all the way out to 300 yards. And the video turned out really well. Uh, so if you're wondering uh, about some video on that, you haven't got a chance to to uh, see it anywhere else. You can check it on Instagram. I know Jason yeah. will probably be posting it soon on Facebook yeah. as well. It'll be on the Outdoor Legacy Gear Facebook page as well. So when definitely. Jason has two free minutes to do I so. I haven't we'll, posted, we'll haven't posted anything anywhere in a while. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we will. And so we've had a lot of people asking about those units. Uh, you know, we did the full review last week. We do have them in stock. Mm -hmm. They're sitting on the shelf, ready to roll. Uh, great units. Hans is still using one right now. And yeah, uh, cut it for a week. Yeah, we've been, it's, it's been great. Yeah. yeah. Very good units. And one more thing. I, I know we've got to talk about this because my theory is, is that I know a lot of people don't like to hear our small talk. I mean, there's some guys that just come on the show. They want to hear the review and I get it. They're, they're in for the, the info and out. They're not regular listeners. And I totally understand that. Uh, but we have other people who do listen every week, but I just kind of figure that, you know, in the beginning where we're jibber jabbering and, and shooting the bull, like we've been doing here, some people aren't listening. They're tired of it. And we get to the end and we're wrapping things up. I think figure a lot of people just turn it off. Well, so towards the very end of the show, I yep. popped off and, and made a little teaser about the $500 AGM thermal monocular and our comments, our emails have blown yeah. up with people who heard that and want to know more about it. And we were really, I, it was a spur of the moment tease because I thought nobody'd be listening. So that was a mistake. Now I know there, oh, there are some people I, I who it. listen towards the end all the way. Yeah. I had a, a text message from a buddy 10 minutes before we started the show that said, $500 monocular tonight before we started. Yeah. 10 minutes ago. And he wanted to, he's like, how does it look? And you know, well, he was talking to him about it, but yeah, everybody's wanting to know the most comments that we've had so far is about the $500 monocular that you mentioned in minute 44 of the, of a, of a 40, of a 45 minute podcast. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's what I'll say about it. Um, I'm not going to give you a full review of it tonight. We will be doing that in the future, but AM, I just said their name wrong. AGM, uh, AGM was kind enough to send us one of the demo units of that. And we did use it. Uh, we had it a couple of weeks mm -hmm. or longer, three weeks, maybe, uh, very impressed with it for the money. We will be coming back when they're available right now. Um, AGM is saying uh, yeah, April, May. So somewhere in that time frame, we will begin doing a pre-order list because I've had people uh, calling saying, hey, can I throw money down on one? Uh, we will be doing that. The price is going to be right around that $500 mark, uh, give or take. And basically what I can say is this. It's, it's really a, a good unit. It's uh, not a toy. It is... Uh, is it going to replace an Axion, a uh, like these the, the TM35 that you know these ASP from AGM, a Helion? No, but what it's really good for 
is a guy who's got a, a scope and maybe he's got a, you know, a Sightmark Wraith or a Digicite or some kind of a digital scope. He wants some kind of thermal or maybe, you've, you know, maybe you've got a thermal scope and it's just like, I do not mm. have the funds to buy, uh, you know, $1,500, $2,500 thermal monocular. I think this is really going to be a legitimate option for you. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, uh, we'll talk more about it when we review it, uh, when that time comes. But I am already purchasing other similar priced thermals out there that Hans and I have both seen in the past, but we want to be able to compare it, you know, again, fresh on our minds. That's mm -hmm. one thing we really like to do is when we compare it to something, uh, we want to have a good comparison of it and not something that I remember from two years ago when I looked through it. So I am once again right. blowing money. Uh, I, yeah. I, have, I have right now a FLIR Scout TK that I've had 50 people say, all that AGM unit is a FLIR Scout TK. Well, guess what? I hadn't seen one in a while. I knew exactly what they looked like. But you're, you have enough people that start telling you things, and you go, well, maybe, maybe. I bought one. I'm going to end this whole conversation on this. It blows a FLIR Scout TK out of the water. So <laughs> trust me on that. But that is yeah. something we'll be talking about uh, yeah. very, very soon. Uh, as soon as they're available and get closer to that release date, we'll be doing a review of them. But I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, so – we got a chance to both use it for a little while. Um, we got a lot more. Yeah. And uh, oh, speaking, we'll have a lot more time. Yeah. With speaking it, of know. that right now, I'm going to hold this up. If you're watching on YouTube, this is a, um, AGM ASP micro TM. Let me look at the model. So I don't screw this up. Yep. 384. The other one is a TM 160. It's a 160 resolution. Mm -hmm. This is a 384 resolution. Uh, very good image quality on this unit. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm underprepared. I don't know. This is not available yet. I don't have my price sheet in front of me. I want to say it's going to be, I want to say $1,400, $1,500, somewhere around that, mm -hmm. give or take. Very nice unit. Uh, it is extremely similar to the 160, just a higher resolution, uh, but it looks very similar. So if you want to know what it looks like, that's going to be it. Very small, very lightweight. So again, that's just another little tease. We'll be talking about this unit as well down the road once they're available. Yeah, we'll definitely start talking about them more, uh, once, uh, they're in stock at Outdoor Legacy Gear. So stay tuned and we'll be doing that some more. So also, uh, Jason, a lot of people have been asking about the Dig X's, and I know that we're uh, soon to have some in our hands for testing, and we'll be you know yeah. having those in stock at Outdoor Legacy as well. So the Dig X, that is the if you don't know what Hans is talking about, the Pulsar Dig X N450. That mm -hmm. is the digital night vision rifle scope that is in the 30 millimeter aluminum housing of the Pulsar Thermion thermal rifle scopes. So you throw that thing up on a desk and it's going to look just like a Thermion, but it is a digital night vision scope. It's going to be $1199 uh, retail price. And by the time this show airs uh, in a couple days, those will be in stock for sale on the shelf 
the shipment is as of right now already in my warehouse waiting to be uh, checked into inventory so Hans and I will have those in our hands uh, in the next um, 36 to 48 hours and we'll begin testing those units out and we're very excited about it uh, we will be doing some tests uh, beside right beside the digisite n450 uh, which again is the uh, digital night vision scope that looks like the pulsar trail units and it's mm -hmm. set up just like them we did a full review of that back in the fall of 2019 a few months ago if you're interested in that you can find that episode those are still for sale we have those in stock as well so uh, all that stuff just got delivered today, so we're really excited to begin testing those and see how they compare and see what this Digex does. And uh, I think okay. it's going to be going to be fun. And uh, there's going to be I'll say this: there's going to be guys who have their Digex in their hands uh, within 24 hours of us having them, and they're going to be using them uh, before we get the review out because. Uh, we're shipping those things out, you know, the same time that, that we're getting ours. So I know a lot of guys are pretty excited about that. Yeah, exactly. So with all that being said, we're going to get into today's topic or tonight's topic. So uh, there have been uh, a growing, I guess, um, a growing uh, demand for some information on a topic. And it's a topic that we have not touched on i don't think at all we never have touched past, on i don't think if, if yeah. we have i've forgotten so it's okay yeah in the past 96 weeks this is something which is very hard to do uh, around here is to get to a topic that we haven't talked about so what we're talking about today is uh clip-on thermals it's basically a, it's exactly what it sounds like it's a it's a unit the thermal unit that clips onto the end of your daytime rifle scope um we're going to talk about that because a lot of people are asking about this as an alternative to a traditional uh, mountable thermal rifle scope. And we're going to talk through this, get Jason's input on it, get my input on it. But the first thing, Jason, that I want to ask for you to clear up any uh, confusion out there is with when it comes, one of the biggest, I think, perceptions about clip-on thermal units are if I, if I purchase this, this is a less expensive option than buying a full you know, thermal rifle scope can, for everybody out there. What has your been your experience with that, with everything available? I would make a wonderful politician. And the reason is oh, you goodness. don't ever answer the question that's asked. So what I'm going to do, and you know, I'm famous for this is I'm going to say, hold on, let's back up. And the only thing I want to do is I know that, that, you know, 99% of the people listening to this know what a clip on is. But I just want, for, for maybe somebody new that's not familiar with that, I want to explain what it is real quick. So mm -hmm. a clip-on scope, whether it be thermal, digital, whatever it is, it is a small device, a small, um, I don't want to say a scope because it's not a scope, but a, a, let's talk about thermal. So a small thermal device, and you take some sort of a coupler provided by the manufacturer, and you put that coupler over your the 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 objective the the bell there of your daytime rifle scope and you tighten it down normally you know some kind of a set screw or a knob of some sort you get it tightened down on there and then you take this clip on uh and you put it in and do some kind of a twist lock some way you know it's like a quick detach of some sort and it locks right. into place 
And so now what you have is you have a thermal device in front of your regular daytime scope. And what your scope is actually looking at, and this is important, and I'll kind of come back around to this in a little bit. It's looking at a display screen. Okay. So it's, and and you got to think about now, it's just looking at an OLED display. All right. So right. just stick with me. We'll, we'll come back around uh, to it's what kind of like putting a, yeah. Yeah, kind of like put, putting a, a, mon, a small monocular in front of your rifle. Screen. Yes. Or a camera or anything else. That's yeah. exactly right. And so that's what it is. So this is very appealing to a lot of people. And you just said it, Hans. Um, we get these phone calls and emails very, very often. So much so, Michaela. Uh, you know, our office manager here at Outdoor Legacy, she takes almost all the phone calls and, you know, sends them out to Hans and I for us to call people back. And she made the comment at the end of the week last week, she goes, do you know how many people this week called about clip-ons? And it's an interesting thing because, you know, we, I'm going to go on and tell you, you know, why it's interesting. Uh, but she just made this because wow, it's been a lot. And I was like, you know, you make a good point. I hadn't really thought about it. I'm just going through these calls, but it is a lot. And here's how it always starts. Um, a lot of guys say, hey, um, I want to buy a thermal or my buddy wants a thermal and we don't want to go spend, you know, a ton of money. We just want to buy a clip-on. Got a really good mm -hmm. daytime scope. I got this rifle set up I like, and I just want to clip that on there, go hunting, take it off, and I'm done. I didn't have to buy a whole scope. I didn't have to zero anything. It's, it's all good, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the problem. It doesn't work exactly like that. Clip-ons are extremely expensive for what you get. Most people are very surprised to hear that Pulsar has, I'm using Pulsar as an example. There's, again, not a lot of companies that have these clip-ons. Pulsar has two clip-ons. They have an FXQ38, and it is $4,000. And if, if that FXQ, it's called the Core FXQ, C-O-R-E, if that sounds familiar, mm. It's because you've probably heard of the Core RXQ30V that we've talked about tons on this show. Uh, that is mm -hmm. the Pulsar entry level $1,900 monocular, I mean, monocular scope, sorry, entry level yeah. scope. Well, the Core FXQ is that same unit in a clip on. Right. So here's the first thing it's $4,000, it's not cheap. The, the, the second model is FXQ50, uh, and it's it's $4,500. And what you're getting is essentially the same quality that you're getting, the same unit that you're getting hmm. out of an $1,899 entry-level dedicated scope. So you're paying $2,100 for the convenience of clipping that thing on the front of your daytime scope right you really have to love that daytime scope <laughs> you really gotta and, and yeah and when you get it and you get this thing you still have thermal image quality worth 1899 $1,900 right yeah so that's the big the the big misperception is hey I'm gonna buy this and it's gonna be less expensive because it's not an entire thermal rifle scope it's just the 
the basically the the end of it, the thermal yeah. monocular part right. of it, without without a reticle in it. The reticle is produced through the ri- your rifle Correct. scope projects onto the thermal clip. That's right. Now let's talk about a couple other, you know, myths or misconceptions. Um, so you say, Oh, and let me back up here. I mean, I mentioned the pulsar and I'm not just picking on them, uh, but they're easy to pick there's on. Just there's not, not a lot, a lot out, out there, there yeah, anymore. Again, there's, there's not, not, not. There to choose from. AGM. Some others, yeah, AGM's yeah, going to have one. Uh, I think they're going to have mm-hmm. two or three. Uh, I was looking through their catalog, and I mean, I think they're going to start at. Uh, what did I tell you? We looked at their thirty five hundred, four thousand yeah. dollars. So, I mean, it again, right. not cheap. And so, but one of the misconceptions is a lot of these clip ons. This is a cool deal. I'll give them that. You take it off of the scope, and a lot of them have a, a little um, an eyepiece adapter that you can you know mm-hmm. twist onto the back. Again, quick lock. Now you got a monocular. So you say, hey, I'm getting two in one. That mm-hmm. is true. But what I would tell you is that, again, I'm just using this as a, a perfectly fair example. You can buy two RXQ30Vs. Mm-hmm. So you got one that you put on your rifle, zero that thing, never touch it. You got another one that you hold in your hand. That's going to be essentially the same size as this FXQ clip-on. And you still got $200 in your pocket. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why would you? That's know? A, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, that's a pretty strong argument. It, it is there. a strong argument. Or I would say this, you know, uh, buy the $1,900 monocular, I mean the $1,900 scope, and you got a whole lot of money left to buy a nice rifle, you know, another Mm -hmm. rifle. Or like I told a guy today, I said, rather than spending, you know, $4,000, buy you a $3,300 scope, and you still got $700 left to buy a rifle. I mean, you can get a nice, dedicated nighttime setup uh, for what it cost to buy the clip-on, and I'm talking, and the, and the image quality you will get out of that dedicated scope, especially if you you know buy a nicer one, is going to mm. be leaps and bounds way ahead of what you're going to get out of the clip-on. Plus, you can get all kinds of features: battery packs, video recording, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I think, uh, <clears throat> well, and you, the, you may have answered this question already. What do you do for the people out there? What do the people do that that don't want to have to take their nice high-end daytime scopes on and off their rifle? Maybe they have one set up and, you know, they, they don't like taking their scopes off. What options do they have? I mean, maybe they don't have any other options other than a, a clip-on thermal. That's exactly right. Able, and, and they serve yeah. a purpose. And I want to be clear here. I mean, we've just spent the last 10 minutes talking these things down. But... <laughs> But my point is, what I'm doing is I'm telling you the facts. And yeah. most people are confused on the facts because they think that I'm going to tell them they're going to buy a clip-on for $1,200. And right. they think, right. oh, because it's not a whole scope. Well, it is a scope. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about yep. it, it, it is. It's everything there. And think about this. Okay, it doesn't have the crosshair in it but it is recoil rated, just like a scope. It's got the eyepiece, especially if we're talking like these FXQs, it's got the eyepiece that you can put on and use it as a monocular. So what you're doing yeah. is you're taking the scope, 
You're making it as small as you can. You're making an eyepiece that comes off and on. That in and of itself is pretty impressive. Then yeah. you're making a coupler attach attachment that you can put onto essentially any daytime scope, no matter how expensive that scope is, and not mar up or scratch up the end of the thing. Mm -hmm. Twist it on, lock it in so that it's secure and it doesn't bounce off during recoil and number one, tear up the clip on, uh, number two, tear up the daytime scope. And you're going to sell about one of these for every 500 weapons mountable scopes. How expensive yeah. do you think it's going to be? It's got to be really expensive. It's, it's just got to be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the good things about thermal rifle scopes is that they hold their value very well it, when it comes to sell them. You know, people are getting a pretty good uh, chunk of their money back when they do right. end up selling them. I can't imagine that a resale value on a clip-on is going to hold its value better than a than a real rifle, you know, thermal rifle scope, only because you're trying, you're having to sell that to somebody that is going to fit to the size daytime rifle well, scope that they have and the coupler is going to fit and all that. Sure. Kind of that's right. And you can buy extra couplers for, for, you know, mm -hmm. different scopes. Different that, that's absolutely, that is yep. true, but you're, you're right. And the demand is just not there. So you're right. The, yeah. the, uh, listen, if this was something that you could buy for $1,200, it would be there. The value would be there. But in my opinion, even if I was going to buy it for the exact same dollars, I don't mm -hmm. see what the benefit is. I don't see why I would do that over buying a dedicated scope. Again, I mm -hmm. could understand if you couldn't buy a rifle without spending, you know, another three grand on it. I'm like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. Now, here's who they are good for. Because we've, we've told you why, you know, maybe not to buy them. I got a few more things to say about that. But they are good for the game. You, you brought this up. Uh, of What about the guy who maybe doesn't have another rifle, whatever. Mm -hmm. If a guy calls me and he says, I've got this high-end custom rifle that cost, you know, more than, you know, <laughs> more than my side-by-side -side is worth. And I've got this high-end Schmidt Bender, whatever, insert brand, Night Force, whatever it is, scope on there. And, you know, we're talking a legit three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 scope. This is my baby. You know, mm -hmm. I, I love this thing. It's under my pillow at night. It was made <laughs> for me. And this is the scope and the rifle that I shoot. And right. I happen to be going on a hog hunt next weekend. And I want to shoot this rifle. And I might go out to my brother-in-law's place, you know, in six months from now. This and, and, and one more caveat. And money's not a problem. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> yeah. I'll sell yeah. him. I'll sell this to him all day long. I'm going to give him this same talk. But it, it is worth it to him because, number one, he's not going to use it every night. Number two, he has a setup that he is trying to night hunt with, and he's trying to find a way to convert this exact setup into a nighttime rig. And that's where the clip-on mm -hmm. is good. I am not downing the concept. I'm not downing the, even necessarily the way that they function 
what I'm downing is the value for the dollar for the average consumer. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. It, it's just, it comes down to if money is no object, buy one along with a dedicated scope. I mean, you know, yeah. why not? Throw one on your daytime, keep it in your truck, it'd be easy. Uh, again, I'm not saying it's a bad uh, in 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 concept or even in usability. It's just not great when it comes to the dollars and cents for someone who's, you know, on a normal budget, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, versus the, the money that you're spending versus... Um, I don't want to say the quality of the image, but it is a, it's a core RX Q30V, but you're spending, um, you know, you're, you're within $500 you know, of yeah. a, you have a Thermion XP38 or something. I mean, you know, yeah, you're, exactly. you're getting into darn near six foil. And if you buy six this FXQ50, you are absolutely in a Thermion XP50. I mean, I'm sorry, XP38. Same exact price, $500 from an XP50, dedicated yeah. scope, best image quality Pulsar. And I'm not picking, I keep picking on Pulsar, but they're just, there's not many of these things out there. So uh, yeah. it, it just so, doesn't make sense for the average consumer. So the, 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 the title of this podcast show uh -oh. is, uh, is clip on thermal a a good investment. If is it worth the money? I don't know. I haven't decided as executive producer. I have not decided on the final <laughs> title name of this, uh, while we're taping, yeah. but it's, it's just about that. You know, is it worth the money? Sure. So in your opinion, uh, let me, let me see if I can guess just on, based on what you're saying, it is worth <laughs> the money. Uh, if you have the money and you have the setup that, uh, you know, that you want to protect and keep the way it is and right. not change it back and forth. And, yeah. and, you know, I, I want to talk about that money yeah, doesn't bother. Yeah. You. And I want to talk about one more thing here that, that I, I, I didn't bring up before. And that is another myth or mis or misconception, I guess, is a lot of guys will look at these scopes and they'll say, well, you know, as an example, that core RX Q30V dedicated scopes, 1.6 power, or a lot of these scopes are only two or three power. Mm -hmm. That ain't enough for me. You know, I'm a long range shooter. I got this long range mm -hmm. scope, so I'm going to clip this thing on there. And, you know, my scope yeah. is a, is a four to 14 or it goes up to 20 power. I'm going to crank that thing right up. Mm -hmm. Negative ghost rider. <laughs> All right. Remember when we started this conversation and I said that you're looking at a display screen that is just in front of that lens of your, your mm -hmm. daytime scope. So when you zoom optically with your daytime scope, you are zooming in on that screen. You are making that screen appear closer. So what's going to happen in very short order is when you get up into that five, six power magnification, you will no longer be seeing all of the screen. The, the mm -hmm. Think about the thermal screen that you're looking at. You've now zoomed in to a point where you're only seeing part of that screen yep. your whole field of view is no longer there you're going to lose a lot of your field of view on the left and right because it's wider right. but you can continue to zoom into your losing field of view on the top and bottom too so it becomes mm -hmm. almost useless at that point as you've zoomed in too far so that's one thing that a lot of guys have told me and they go, man, I just need high magnification. I'm going to be able to get it with this and I can't get that with a dedicated scope. Right. Actually, 
That's not the answer either. So that's that's one thing to think about. I think this is when people call in and they ask about clip-on thermal and some of the misconceptions that are out there. I think once you explain to people exactly what you've explained, and I've done it before, um, they're like, yeah, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> you yeah. know, And they they, they kind of go back to square one and say, okay, well, talk to me about one of these scopes, you know, tell me about it. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you're exactly right. And I, you know, it, it's, it, you know, something's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. If somebody's got the money and again, they have all these things that they're trying to do, it may be worth it for you. But I think once you uh, get a chance to actually dive into it, investigate what actually you get with the clip on thermal versus a, um, you know, a, a full-time dedicated thermal rifle scope, definitely the best investment is picking up a full thermal Mm. rifle scope compared to a clip on at the end of the day. Yeah, it it is. And so I want to be clear. I've sold some of these to guys over the years and they love them Mm -hmm. and they will say, Oh my goodness. I mean, I love it. I'm so happy. This is exactly what I wanted. Again, that person exists and this fits a need. Mm. I'm not saying that they're stupid. They should have never been made. Um, what I am saying is that, you know, it, it doesn't, it might fit the need of a lot of people, but it doesn't do it at a, a reasonable price for them. And so right. that's when I go back to saying the average person. And I, I know there's some dealers who, uh, you know, they like these optics and they, you know, I don't want to say they push them, but maybe they use them and they see the benefits and they're able to tell their customers and they'll probably sell a decent amount of them. I'm going to tell you something. We don't sell these. I mean, that we just I mean, don't. I think I've sold. Yeah. I think I've sold two ever in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think in, yeah. the, in the past long time. Yeah. We, yeah. So we don't, we don't, sell them. I don't main. stock them. I mean, it's just not. And, and I think we're going to see them going away. Honestly, I, yeah. I don't think they're going to stick around. And to be honest with you, I didn't even ask Pulsar if they were keeping those FXQs in the line this year. They probably are. You know, but when, you know, when you start looking at the clip on thermals and, and knowing where Pulsar is based out of, when I first started and started looking at them and investigating them, it really seemed like something that was di- designed for the European hunters uh-huh, to me. Uh-huh. I mean, it, that's, it is. <laughs> and I know a lot, I know a lot of stuff, you know, obviously it's coming from, you know, Pulsar is coming from overseas Europe, and, and some of their stuff is, you know, you can tell is designed and, 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 and therefore the, the fox hunters and, mm-hmm. and you know the people that are hunting in in Europe and stuff and this to me reminded us of yeah that you know that might be something that would be useful for somebody well, well it out there, it is know. and what are Europeans known for high end daytime glass and mm-hmm. high end rifles and mm-hmm. sometimes money <laughs> so what does this what <laughs> what is all that what did I say who does this work for so now listen I know what's going to happen here um, we're going to get a comment section full of guys telling me how it's the greatest thing they've ever owned and we're wrong. And listen, again, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying it's junk. I'm not saying anything. What I'm saying is, is value for each dollar that you spend on it is in my opinion. And I think the average person's opinion, it is let me back up. I think we could go to the manufacturers. I think we go to AGM. We could go to, we could go to, uh, 
uh, Pulsar, and we could say, hey, how do you, is this value for the dollar really there as compared to one of your scopes? They're going to go, no, but if you want one, we'll sell one to you. I mean, and that's, I feel the same way. They're not out there pushing it. Nobody's pushing it. It's there for for a limited amount of people that are looking for it, but there's there's not a lot of, of dealers out there who are pushing it. No. Um, but you know, if you have somebody says that you say, okay, let me look through your scope with the clip on and we'll look through this Thermion XP 38 and see which exactly. one. And, and here's the but, thing. And, and this yeah. is the reason we're doing this. Okay, folks. Um, think about this for just a minute, because I had a guy on the phone one day tell me, he said, well, there's some reason that you don't want to sell me one. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> listen, I'm trying to convince you why a $1,900 scope is a better investment than 4,000. I said, let me tell you which one I make more money on. Okay. It's 4,000. Yeah. All right. I said, yeah. it would be, it, I would not be doing my job if I didn't give you the facts. And when I get through with the facts, if you say, I hear you, but I still want one, I'm going to say, let me see how soon I can get you one and get it shipped to you. If you want it, I'll sell it to you. I mean, I don't have any mm-hmm. problem. I don't believe that it's a bad thing. Uh, so that's all we're doing here, folks. And if you listen to this and you go, hey, these guys convinced me that I want one, call me. We'll talk, okay? <laughs> we'll get you yeah. one. But I, all I'm trying to do is make sure, uh, and this is, again, it's what we do on the show. We want to make sure that the consumer is informed they understand how these things work, and then they're able to make, you know, take that information and make the decision of whatever it is they That's want to right. buy. And there's nobody that can talk you out of spending money other than our number one salesperson, Mr. Jason Robertson, yeah. <clears throat> the owner of Outdoor Legacy Gear, <laughs> <laughs> who, is, who is brutally honest and will, you know, make sure that you get into the, the correct uh, optic yeah, for your needs. Yeah, so yeah, definitely yeah. give them a call. You can find them, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Phone number 877-350-1818. Uh, I'll go ahead and let you go through the Man, pre-close see, like we had designed. Yeah, see, I just we, there's no reason for a script. No reason for a yeah, script exactly. at all. No, folks. Uh, so anyway, Hans told you where to get a hold of us, and it is OutdoorLegacyGear.com or 877-350-1818. Uh, if you want to support the show, if you like what we're doing here, uh, please try to support us at Outdoor Legacy for all your night vision and thermal needs. Uh, give us a call, and Hans and I will be glad to help you in any way that we can, giving you advice and pointing you in the right direction. If you want to find Hans, you can find him where he hangs out over on YouTube. Uh, just put out a new video. Got a got a bunch of uh, hog kills on there. He's uh, got some good action. Got a, a, a big hog they called in. It was, it's a pretty cool video if you yeah. hadn't seen it. Go yeah. check that out at YouTube. Uh, and he's also on Instagram all the time, posting pictures and videos there as well. And it, it's the other place I hang out. Yeah, that's where he hangs. Instagram and YouTube. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> if you want to find the Late Night Vision Show, good news. You've already found us. You're either listening to us or you're watching us on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, do whatever you got to do on there, and uh, uh, come back every week. And, and we really do appreciate the support that y'all give us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, up pretty soon, I don't know if we're going to be doing it the next episode, but very, very soon, we're going to be doing the review of the AGM ASP TM25 mm-hmm. 384. 
So that is the, the, the model that is just under the, the TM35 that we've already reviewed. And I'll also be coming out with a, my full review of the ASP TM35384. Man, it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot and of numbers. <laughs> my, head, my head just starts spinning. I will be doing a full review on my YouTube channel, like Jason mentioned. That's Hans ETX. But thank you all for joining us this week. This has been episode 96. Is clip-on thermal worth the money? Well, Mr. Jason Robertson, I think, just answered the question in the last 20 minutes. But I appreciate y'all joining us. We'll see y'all next week. Stay safe in the fields and keep making them bacon pancakes.